Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Monday, also known as the No Way Home World Premiere Night here at Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. A big week 14 in the NFL. We almost had history in the NBA tonight. But Mike, I hate to say I told you so. You, You know I hate to do that. I don't like to do that, but I will play the card if I have to. So wh- which, uh, which of the uh, ones where you got it wrong are we starting with? Oh, li- listen, listen. I'm never going to pick the Raiders for anything ever again. And if I do, you're supposed to hit me in the head. Okay? You I promised to, that. Did I not tell you? No, but I, you I promised. I yelled at you every no, time you no, mentioned No, this is your you fault. you were being a dope. Because what did I tell you before? If I ever pick the Raiders for anything again, hit me in the head. You didn't hit me in the head, and so I picked the Raiders this weekend, and look what happens. Okay, no. You last had your wife's year, I told book you. club hanging out there, and you were all drunk on no. finger sandwiches <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> I told you. This is your fault. I said, listen, I'm going to lose control of this. I need you to be able to to bat some sense back into me. When I pick the Raiders for anything, you hit me, and I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Are you supposed to hit me in it? You didn't do it. So I wound up picking the Raiders this weekend, so I blame you. That is your fault that I did that. No, bad job by you. 
No, but, no, it's your know, fault. You're right. You're right. I should have driven over to your house. Listen, if I there. say, hey, I re- I'm getting on a plane. I'm going somewhere. I really need a ride to the airport. And you go, yeah, I'll take you. Great. Will you take me? Yes, great. And then I'm waiting outside my house. And you don't come. I don't get to the airport. I don't get to do anything. It's your fault because you said you were coming. You said you were going to do it. And you didn't do it. And that's why I picked the Raiders and look where I am. I try to mute you. But that's Tyshirt's job. No, you no, no. More, no. I, more harm and less you picking the Raiders. Listen, I told you how I wanted to handle this, and you failed at it. Just admit, I, I was a bad friend. That's I was a bad friend. You need to say that. I was a bad friend. Yeah, the friend. problem is, I, th- I think you would have taken me to HR, and then there would have been problems. <laughs> but you know what? The, the Raiders do get, they get the next <laughs> Super Bowl in 2024, <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, true, true. They will celebrate getting pasted by the Chiefs by knowing the Super Bowl will be in <laughs> Vegas in 2024. Two years. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of years to wait, and 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 I I don't think we'll have to worry about that. You know, could another home team play in their home stadium no. for the Super? We don't have to worry about that. Uh, but I told you so about Matthew Stafford. I told you a couple weeks ago after he was on that bad run, I said this is a bad run in the middle of the season. Now the Rams understand who they have to be to win games. They have to take advantage of the fact they have three dynamic receivers, and this is their way forward. You can only run the football so much when you have all kinds of injuries and you can only rely on really one guy. The Rams' way out is through the air and to take advantage of the mismatch because this is what Odell Beckham Jr. brings to the team. He is that third wide receiver that you have to pay attention to. You can't roll coverages towards Cooper Cup or Van Jefferson. It is dangerous when you have three big-time receivers. Now, as I said, I didn't expect Odell Beckham to be someone to suddenly show up and be Randy Moss, but he was going to be a good enough addition. And that's exactly what we've been so far. He scored tonight in his third straight game. And right now the Rams are on top of the Cardinals 20-13. to Matthew Stafford is 15 out of 20. 180 yards and a couple of touchdowns. 20 passing plays, just 13 running plays. This is their way forward. I can be an offensive coordinator in the NFL. Listen, you have to get the ball to your best players at all times. Forget about trying to run the football. We're going to balance it. No, don't balance it out by giving the ball to just a bunch of guys. You have three receivers that can cause mismatches because they all have different skill sets. Cooper Cup is your possession guy. Odell can get open deep. He's your big threat on the outside. The same thing with Van Jefferson, and you, you, this is a perfect example of what a great three-wide receiver set looks like. You have to pick the guy you're going to stop, and if you have a good quarterback, he's going to find the mismatch. And since they've they've gone to this, since they made the trade and they brought in Odell Beckham Jr., he has clearly come through in a large way uh, to be just enough, right? Like tonight, four catches, 64 yards, and a touchdown, right? Okay, great. You know, it's, it's not, it's not going to be a night where he catches 12 passes for 175 yards, but as long as he is good enough taking up attention, you can't focus on any of these wide receivers. Cooper Cup is on his way to catching 250 passes this year. This is the way out for the Rams offense. I said it, Mike. I told you it was going to happen for Matthew Stafford, and it's happening. Welcome back to the MVP race, Matthew Stafford. I put you there a couple weeks ago. I told you you're right there, and now look what he's doing. Just don't throw a pick here on the goal line. Yeah, I hate to tell you I told you so that they were going to win this game. So that was my I didn't disagree with you. Week. I did yeah, not disagree did. with you. No, yeah, I, I you told say. me I was wrong. When did I tell you the right? I did not. That is a lunatic. lie. That is a lie. You are lying you said to I everybody. I all sorts of problems. I will say this. On this drive, which ends with a Cooper Cup touchdown, 
uh, rolling towards the pylon. Uh, third touchdown pass. So everybody plays, everybody wins. Beckham Jr., Jefferson, uh, and Cup. I keep wanting to call him Van Jefferson like he has a, a first name. Mm-hmm. Like Van right. Jefferson should be his name, right? But, like, like his name is his name is John Van Jefferson, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, Jeff look, Van there Jefferson. was a John Jefferson, but I will say that the on this the previous scoring drive, right, the fifty-two yarder to Van Jefferson, uh, the play before there was ruled to be forcible contact to the back of the head of Cooper Cup, which was. Look like a glancing blow, but either way, they call it, uh, and away you go. Uh, and then they throw over the top, and you're looking at Van Jefferson going, he's going to drop this one, isn't it? Because isn't it? <laughs> that's, no, that's been the story of his year. There have been some spectacular plays and flashes that this guy could be a star, and then there have been some where he's left it on the carpet. Instead, he makes the catch, gallops in, touchdown. On this drive that just ends, Stafford moving to his right. Uh, you can get some great still photography there of his throwing motion. It was great. Uh, a couple plays before on the second down play, second and goal, uh, he got hit on the arm as he released and not being sure that it was going to be ruled a forward pass. I've never seen him run so fast because he scrambled after the ball as everybody <laughs> stood around. Going, it's clear your arm was going forward. It's like, no, no, I'm going to go make sure I cover it. So that was pretty good. Good awareness, and, and I appreciate that. Now, the Ram, Rams are interesting. Sony Michelle giving them about five yards of carry. Daryl Henderson not available today because he's on the COVID list uh, along with Jalen Ramsey uh, and Tyler Higby. So you're missing some big weapons, and, and you're still making plays. Defense, forcing turnovers, flushing uh, Murray out of the pocket, and he, he's made a couple of really bad throws uh, that have helped the cause. But you got Stafford on the other side, operational efficiency taking care of it, and it was all a worry when he arrived, of what his role would be. And then, while well, Robert Woods gets hurt, and it solves some of those issues, right? Uh, and you know where, where the bread is buttered here. It's get the ball to Cooper Cup, let him make plays, kind of like the, the old Patriots. Let's find him in stride. A couple of times down the field, you'll take some big hits. But he's the guy that's going to move the chains and keep drives alive. And for Matthew Stafford right now, he's avoided any of the turnovers uh, that have been the issue, right? He had that streak of interceptions, return for touchdowns, and, and the play wasn't working. Here it's the – you've still got a decent balance, right? It's not total overload of 22 to 13. That's, uh, and that's more runs than, look, the Bills had in the first half yesterday by 13. <laughs> so you have uh, Sony Michelle who, who stepped in quite nicely. I, I, the fact that you're still getting a little bit uh, out of the run game, uh, that I think was the fear. But that was the identity, and it's fine to, to change it. But you have to recognize and lean into what you are to your point of, all right, right now we've got three dynamic receivers and we'll use the run game enough to set it up. And now with the defense alive and get making some uh, hay up front, now, now you've got opportunities and, and such a huge Monday night game against the 10-2 and two Cardinals looking uh, pedestrian at times. As Mike said, make it three touchdowns for Matthew Stafford, 184 yards through the air, and welcome everyone to my Matthew Stafford or Tom Brady is the MVP this year in the NFL. Welcome to that that we told you about last week. Look, 
we're ahead of the curve, right? I say it all the time because we are. And watch after tonight. If this game continues to go this way and doesn't end with Matthew Stafford throwing a bad pick six in the fourth quarter. If this game continues to go this way, watch the MVP Matthew Stafford talk about, you know who's having a great year. That's really every bit the year that Tom Brady's having. It's Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, he's, got, he's got 34 touchdowns. Brady's got 36. Look at the numbers. It's more yards per attempt. He's a higher rated quarterback than Tom Brady. Look at all the, you know, I, I've not heard that take anywhere before. Yeah, last week we told you Matthew Stafford is having that kind of year I'm sorry that people don't like him for whatever reason either because he was a lion there was nothing you could do about that although re-signing with the Lions well he was getting a lot of money so there clearly wasn't anything to do about that uh, and it's not about Tom Brady's what he's done throughout his career up until now it's about this year this time Matthew Stafford or Tom Brady and everybody wants to give the MVP to Tom Brady it's probably what's going to happen because oh we can give the MVP to a guy who's 44 we love Tom Brady he's sportsman of the year Matthew Stafford having every bit the season Brady is. They're they're one-two in so many categories, and Brady leads Stafford in about half the passing categories. Matthew Stafford leads Brady in the other half. It's that close. But this will be as long as it finishes like this tonight. Watch the Matthew Stafford MVP talk. He could finish with five touchdowns tonight. And there it goes. And just remember, we told you about this last week. Before anybody even wanted to give Matthew Stafford credit for anything with the Rams. But this was a midseason slump they went through. Stafford, If Stafford just didn't throw pick sixes, the Rams would have been fine. Don't throw pick sixes. It's the best advice I could give you. But now coming back against a fantastic Jacksonville squad a week ago, I mean, really, it's really difficult to beat them. You know, it's hard to put <laughs> points up against them. They have a lot. You know, they, they are ruled with with a great coaching job by Urban Meyer, oh, yeah. who loves all his assistants, and there is no controversy there. It is a difficult thing to beat Jacksonville. They did it last week, and he's already got three touchdowns tonight. He's got three touchdowns each of the last three weeks. Matthew Stafford is back from that couple of games swoon, and here he is in your MVP race, flat dab in the middle. It's him or Tom Brady, right? I can't go crazy and go, no, it's never time, but it's got to be these are the two guys down the stretch who are having the biggest impact on their team. Yes, I get Brady with the storyline. You can't ignore what Matthew Stafford has done. He's been the difference in this team from a year ago up until now. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go one better. Ready? Uh oh, what do you got? Let's for just me? go outlier. Zach, Since the MVP wh- is 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 what it is. I mean, really, the only thing that matters in the NFL. Do you ho- hoist a Lombardi or don't you? That's really it. I mean, yeah, maybe you have some contract benefits uh, for MVPs, and that matters when uh, it, it comes time for a bust in Canton. You know, you start listing all of those when Jason Cole or someone else jumps up to speak on your behalf. But otherwise, it's about Super Bowl rings. So, but let's let's have some MVP talk. But that's how in the about past. that's in the past. This is now in the now. How in about the year. twelve sacks, seventy-five tackles, seventeen tackles for loss, and twenty-seven quarterback hits while playing myriad positions on a defense oh. that had been left for dead yes. a year ago. So, Micah Mosley. Parsons, yes, CJ yeah. Mosley, yes. <laughs> Oh, it's not C.J. Mosley? By the way, the Jack – no, uh, I'm going to go Micah Parsons. But uh, the the other is, by the way, the Jaguars, they basically play at this point like they're turtles that have been tipped over on their shells. <laughs> oh, okay? that's so there sad. There is nothing. That's well, so sad. Th- that's about as effective as they are. Over. Oh, that's so sad. Why do you got to give me that visual? Now I'm hearing Sarah McLaughlin in my head. Oh, why, why are you going to give me that? Why, why, why are you going to go with that? Why can't you just say they're playing as effective? I don't know, but you got to give me the turtles. Get, it's so sad when turtles get tipped over. Wow. 
It's Christmas. It? It's a season for miracles. It's it's the holiday season. Well, but holiday the miracle se- might be that those turtles eventually oh. figure out how to flip over, oh. or Urban Meyer and his team no, decide they learn how to play football. It's gravity for the turtles, man. Just like Urban Meyer, it can't. Uh, that's going to be too much. To, uh, just move a little bit. No, not happening. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to put a couple no, of bucks in, in the uh, proverbial pot uh, for uh, helping the turtles. <laughs> that's that's going to be one of my my Christmas end of year charities. There you you should. I'll be Good. thinking about the blessings on your table uh, and in your households as you have them this year as well, yes. uh, and and help out as you can from the and tornadoes help the tip, to the tipped over turtles. Well, I mean that that's probably a little further down the depth chart, but sure. <laughs> if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations. They do apply. So right now, midway through the third quarter, the Rams are up on top of the Cardinals 27 to 13, but Cardinals are on the move. A guy who could have been MVP a few weeks ago, but now it's not because it's Matthew Stafford. Uh, Kyler Murray has the Cardinals inside the 20 yard line. Uh, trying to make this a one-score game. We'll have more on this game as it continues tonight uh, throughout a big, big night. And not only that, I'm feeling pretty good about my Rams to the NFC Championship game situation. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because as it turns out... F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast, you find it. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility 
to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around, I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big top the Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0. We never win a chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Right now, Rams on top of the Cardinals, 27-13. to uh, Cardinals had the ball, went for it on fourth and two, did not get it. So the Rams took over, but the Cardinals did force a punt. Uh, but clearly, hey, you're down there. You got to get points. The Cardinals did not. Uh, but at least forcing a punt here is going to get them the ball back. We'll have more on this. That game. DeAndre Hopkins drop, dude. Come yeah, on. Yeah, that was. Ooh, That's boy. about as bad as it gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the great things we say about DeAndre Hopkins. And then, oh, boy. Uh, but. As this game unfolds, hey, Matthew Stafford, look how well he's playing. Joining us now on the hotline, CBS Sports NFL insider extraordinaire. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jason Lockenfora. That is at Jason Lockenfora, who is taking time away from examining pictures that could or could not be Lamar Jackson's ankle to spend time with us here on the show. What's happening, Jay? <laughs> What's going on, gentlemen? Because yeah, hey, I'm, I'm just I'm just picturing you now like a, okay here's Lamar's ankle let's see what does this mm-hmm. mean is this a what is what does the X-ray look like what's the MRI look like uh, how are things there he's supposed to play on Sunday but yeah. clearly this is a big deal we'll see um, you know they're leaving the door open but there's there's nothing um, yeah final or anything close to it at this point I mean look when you leave a game like that and you can't return and you go out wearing a boot, um, that's usually a sign that you're going to miss a little bit of time. Now, he's a guy who's played in the past without having practiced much, whether it be you know, he's coming back from an illness or he's coming back from COVID. Uh, but I personally wouldn't be surprised if Tyler Huntley plays this game. Um, you know, Lamar obviously is on the move quite a bit. The offense with him has been um, pretty much broken the last five or six weeks. He hasn't quite looked like himself um, mentally, physically, confidence standpoint, all that stuff. Uh, he, you know, he he's just hasn't been good. And to have him come in and play a game like this during a week when I don't think he's going to be able to practice much at all, 
it, it just may not make sense at the end of the day. You know, we saw the Arizona Cardinals be really smart with Kyler Murray, and the Ravens don't have quite the luxury in the standings built up that the Cardinals do. But, uh, you know, you, you, you put him back out there, he's not right. I mean, he just went through this thing with Ronnie Stanley, right? He came back week one. A lot of people wondered if that was really um, – too soon, the guy played one horrific Monday night game and might never play again. And this isn't, you know, Lamar's not coming off of that. But I would play personally, I would give Tyler Huntley every rep this week. And if Lamar is anything less than 100%, I would play Tyler Huntley. Jason, a report you had yesterday morning uh, linked to my hometown, Chicago. Uh, Matt Nagy said, I'm having fun after all the special teams love in the first half. Uh, and then they go out and and he makes a bunch of bad decisions. Sure. But the report you had, former Bear uh, exec Trace Armstrong looking maybe to uh, come back to the fold in, in an executive capacity and bringing along a present in Ryan Day uh, as, as one of the rumors. He's got a lot of clients, right? Very, oh, very yeah. good agent. I would ask why, why you'd want to go back into front office uh, when you're just collecting checks to negotiate salaries for high-priced guys. But, hey, uh, I love the report and uh, starting to get some resonance back home well he, he's definitely interested and there has definitely been um at least one uh meeting with him and, and upper management slash ownership um and it is something that he's very intrigued by and it's something that uh the mccaskey family is at least somewhat intrigued by and they're going to have a shake-up coming there and they do have sort of an unusual set up in their football operations with Ted Phillips, not a football guy overseeing a lot of bad football decisions for a long time. And they have a stadium they need. I don't know. You know what I mean? That Trace Armstrong would be absolutely the best guy for the job, but you know how these things operate. There's these owners like to have a level of familiarity. Um, He's, he knows coaches. He knows GMs. He's been in the game forever. He was a decorated player there. Um, So I wouldn't rule it out. And do I think, uh, Ryan Day is going to be a great NFL head coach. I, I have serious reservations, but I know Trace Armstrong think, thinks he is, and he's told NFL people this for, for well over a calendar year, and I know Day is um, interested in the NFL. And they do have Day's former quarterback there, who they moved up to take in the first round. So, um, And Day does have NFL coaching experience, obviously, on Chip Kelly's staff in uh, Philadelphia and San Francisco. So, uh yeah, I, would it shock me if the the Bears went in a direction like that? No, it 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 frankly wouldn't. Well, here's the thing, Jay, is I like it because, you know, clearly hiring former Ohio State coaches into the NFL has worked so well. well so why, why you know, why worked out well for Tennessee. <laughs> but he could barely get he could barely get a handshake from the other guy yesterday, oh, yeah. so I don't know. How about <laughs> hey, that? Hey, congratulations. Get bent. All right. Then. Yeah, see yeah I'm not even going to make eye contact with you. Does, does Urban Meyer make it to the end of the season? I, I, look, if, next, if this coming week is like the week before that and two weeks before that, then I don't think so. Um, and they lost to Houston once. I mean, if you get swept by Houston, who's not even making any pretense about trying to win, and you got the first – their quarterback has sat out. They're paying their quarterback not to play, their best player. 
and you had the first pick in every round, and you gave this guy you know, pretty much unfettered power and an open check checkbook, and your product is more piss poor than last year, and this kid has been an absolute nothing burger for almost half the season now. I mean, they have 28 first-half points in their last seven games. That's in total. They have two touchdowns in that span. They're both rushing. Trevor Lawrence hasn't thrown a first-half touchdown since week six. I mean, what the F are we doing here? You know, like they, they get a little bit of something-something in garbage time, but it's a disaster, and that's not even factoring in, you know, the, the Urban Meyer, the human being, and what the players and coaches think of him as a person um, and the lack of respect and trust there. But just as a – I mean, take all that other stuff out, the bye week, everything else. Trevor Lawrence has never not succeeded in football, ever, 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 ever. Some people thought he was unbreakable. They're breaking him. They're breaking him. Every week they're breaking him. They're taking away his best chance to survive the, the run game by pulling Robinson off the field over hissy fits. Like, so Shad Khan's going to have to grow up and put a, some big boy pants on here and admit a mistake, and he's made a lot of them there. There's no doubt about that. Um, it has been a difficult regime. They have one winning season. The 2017 year, they went to the, to the conference finals. They lose 10 or more every other year. But if he lets this get to the end of the year, those are going to be some world-class exit interviews because I don't think many of those players are biting their tongues, including some very prominent players there. So if he doesn't think it's this real, when he has uh, some of his top players saying, you want to bring that guy back, that's your decision. But I'm not wasting another my year of my career being miserable playing for this lost operation. Like, it'll it'll come to a head. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason Locken for our guest. Joins us each and every week on the program, CBS Sports 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore, at Jason Locken for where you find him on Twitter. Uh, and, Jason, you got, you got the Cowboys, the defense uh, the stars yesterday. Yeah. Uh, should we be concerned about the offense, though? Yeah. No, you should. Um, you know, I know there's people trying to tell you in week two that Kellen Moore is an NFL head coach, and I'm just like, can we let this thing? Can we like let's let this thing play out a little bit before we're handing out MVP awards and saying which coordinators are the next can't miss head coach? No, they got issues on offense, and now Tyron Smith being out. I mean, look, the Giants stink. So this week they should be fine. Um, I'm not saying the offense will come out and look like world beaters, but they should be able to withstand some of the offensive line issues. But um, I, I have concerns about that offense, absolutely. I mean, the, the, their best offense right now is the defense, where they're giving them short fields, they're ripping people's faces off, they're turning them over left and right, they're scoring touchdowns themselves. Um, you take that away, even a little bit of that, and, and this is a patently average football team. Dak Prescott hasn't looked special in a long time. Um, you know, they got their receivers back, but now the running backs are beat up. And, again, they live and die with the offensive line. But the good news for them is Randy Gregory came out of the, you know, his, his injury absence, like shot out of a cannon. And Demarcus Lawrence came back shot out of a cannon. And then Parsons has been shot out of a cannon all year. Um, I like the Gallimore kid a lot who they drafted, and he's getting settled in, helping them anchor a D-tackle. Uh, we know what Diggs can do, making plays on the ball. Now, he, he gambles sometimes. He gets burned. But uh, – that's that's their bread and butter right now. They're 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 going to have to continue to be a big play defense. 
Jay, when we, we look at the game tonight and Matthew Stafford, another night with multiple touchdowns, you know, he had that big swoon in the middle of the season. I, you know, I, I get that all oh, the, the visual of Matthew Stafford is still, oh, he's a Detroit Matthew Stafford. He's having a fantastic year. The, the Rams have figured out, hey, we got to light up the scoreboard instead of trying to run the football. I mean, I, I don't think Stafford's getting the credit he's de- he, he deserves for what he's doing, doing so far this season. I mean, look, I think – he got a lot of credit the first five or six weeks of the season. He he did go into a swoon where um, the offense became kind of stale, and they lost Robert Woods, and the guy threw a pick six in three straight games. So that's you know that people are going to tend to remember that. But he he I've always felt like he was an undervalued and and, and underrated player um, who was stuck in some situations that were. Uh, fairly impossible he he has the ability to make throws on a regular basis that few guys make he he has been a bit of a double agent in his career though and he's done that in some critical moments and as much as he's led um more than his fair share of comebacks that that you know the, he, he those some of those fourth quarter picks tend to stick with you as well but um i thought he'd i thought he'd do really good things with sean mcveigh and and by and large they have um but I, I do think for them to get where they ultimately want to go, and that's winning a Super Bowl. You don't make the moves they've made unless you think you have a chance to win a Super Bowl. I think they are going to have to run the ball um, more effectively, and I think they're going to have to become much more consistent defensively. Um, that Their margins are slim, man. If Aaron Donald, any given game, doesn't play like you know a first ballot Hall of Famer uh, who, who's wrecking the game, you know, like he's doing tonight. It, 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 things, things can get sideways there pretty quickly. He's on Twitter at Jason Lock and Fora. That is at Jason Lock and Fora. He has a 10,000 word opus coming if the Mets hire Buck Showalter as their manager. So I love me some Buck Showalter. I hope yeah. Buck gets the gig. Yeah. He's a good man. <laughs> Thanks so much, buddy. So do I. So do I. <laughs> you got it, guys. Thank you. See you, Jason. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week explore some amazing facts about human nature and more listen to the fifth hour with ben maller on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? 
You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You find it. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Dow of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like, he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons. Lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Dow of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big copy. They ran socks in 2004, bounced back after the 3-0. We never win a chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Bing bong. Field goal by the Rams has given them a 10-point lead over the Cardinals midway through the fourth quarter. Kyler Murray, work cut out for him uh, as the Cardinals try to keep pace here. Again, a 10-point lead for the Rams. We'll have more on this coming up in a few minutes. But tonight we thought we were going to see history. I was never convinced on it because I knew it's going to be tomorrow. With a game against the Knicks, <laughs> Steph Curry doesn't want to break the all-time record for threes, the greatest record he'll ever break you know, individually. He doesn't want to break that record in the pace. No, he wants to break it at Madison Are you accusing Square him Garden. of shaving points? No, I'm just saying he took more shots elsewhere than he would have taken. Ah, no, no, I'm not going to make these. Not going to. Of course he's going to do it at MSG. And he's going to score 60, and it's going to be a big thing of, boy, remember when the Knicks passed on? Steph Curry in the draft all those years ago. More Knicks because now it's time to jump up and down in the Knicks because the Knicks stink and they're going to make trades and all the stuff. And it's going to be, look at what we could have had with Steph Curry. Like the Knicks were the only team that, that passed on Steph Curry. Ah, but the Knicks. Look, he's going to do it tomorrow and he's going to do it when I'm off. So it's going to be fine. But 
Let me just say this about the three-point record, right? Going to break the record that Ray Allen has held for most three-pointers in his career. Um, It's impressive, right? What, What he's doing is impressive. But like it is with everything with Steph Curry, we are going to take this this achievement and we're going to blow it up because it's Steph Curry and then whatever Steph Curry does, it's, it's, it's just like when a team wins on a Monday night or a quarterback throws three touchdowns and, and suddenly it's going to look like he threw six touchdowns because it happens on Monday night football. It's a very big deal. When Steph Curry does something, it means it's the greatest thing in the world. He's going to break Ray Allen's record. All right. Um, yeah. He is a fantastic shooter. He is the best shooter that I have ever seen. He is, but he's a shooter. Okay, so let's put this in perspective. Ray Allen, whose record he's going to break, was a great shooter. Steph Curry has taken more threes than anyone in NBA history. As a result, if you're good at it, of course you're going to hold that record. He's taken three more three-point attempts per game than Ray Allen did over his career. Steph is at 8.7, and Ray Allen was at 5.7. So that's three more threes per game every game for his career, okay? Ray Allen never took more than eight and a half threes in a game in the regular season. Steph Curry has had over 10 per game five times in the last seven years. This is a volume record, all right? When you take a lot of, when you do a lot of something, if you do it well, yeah, of course you're going to get there. And and it's a different era in the NBA. Yes, the three-pointer was something that was a big piece of strategy when Ray Allen played, right? I'm not saying this is going back to the 80s when there were, you know, guys weren't taking threes and he only hit a couple per game. But clearly the three is the much bigger weapon now. It's, it's really threes or layups in the NBA. When Ray Allen was playing, it wasn't threes or layups. You still had guys like that were hitting 15 foot jumpers and sticking them like like KD was doing and, and, and other guys. But now it's become so many more threes and threes and layups. And Steph is just taking so many of them, right? You want to talk about where the real credit goes for this record? It's Steve Kerr, who doesn't nearly get the credit for Steph Curry's career because Steph Curry was taking five to seven threes a game before Steve Kerr showed up. He had a six-year career in which Curry was a borderline all-star player. And then Steve Kerr shows up with his system saying, hey, let's take advantage of what we, what you do well. Let's go player over system and, and player over scheme. And all of a sudden, Steph Curry's scoring over 30 points a game. He's taking 10, 12, 13 threes a game. All he's doing is shooting threes. That's the difference in his game, right? He's been doing it great, but it's, it's a great record to have any time. You're the biggest record holder in the NBA at something, but this is a volume thing. He's taken way more shots. He's doing it. He's done way more times than Ray Allen is. So let's just have this in perspective. I know, oh, Jason, you're hating on Steph Curry. No, it's a great record. He's a great player, but this isn't oh my goodness, this isn't this isn't watching LeBron break the all-time scoring record, okay? Let's have a little bit of perspective on that. Well, I think when you you go through the the annals of history, what what just matters, you're at the top. Right? In the moment, it's uh, about the how how you got there, and, and we can do all of that. And sure, Steve Kerr gets a lot of credit. He, he got derision for you know just kind of saying I, I've run out of things to say about Steph Curry, and he referenced Michael Jordan. Everybody got mad. I'm like, wow, are we that soft? Are we that pathetic? <laughs> it's like, and Steve Kerr said a lot of stuff in the past where he just kind of chimed in on things. Where it's like, all right, what what are we doing? That was just a. All right, he marvels at what the guy does on the court, so let it be. Uh, when, when we look at the three-point mark, right, he's shooting 43% for his career. 
And for Ray Allen, yeah, I mean, the career was long. I mean, Steph's got another few years in him. The game has changed. And we we always have to recognize that, certainly. Uh, And that's when we get into those all-time team arguments and across decades. Hell, we do it all the time. I just referenced Michael Jordan. What do we do all the time? He's the next Michael Jordan after a three-year sample size or yeah. five-year sample size, or maybe he played a cup of coffee in college. Uh, but no. Yeah, so Mac Jones is that, Tom Brady after 12 games. I mean, really, Mac Jones is Tom Brady. You see, it happens all the well, time. Well, but, you know, it, they, they kind of look alike. I mean, not exactly <laughs> physical specimens in their uh, combine pictures or anything. So, I mean, it works. <laughs> all right. All right. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. But anything Steph does always gets amped up, but just put it in a little bit of perspective. Uh, The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next, uh, we get back into what could be my greatest bold prediction ever that could be just a couple of days from coming true. We got that and an update on the Rams and the Cardinals. Did the Rams just clinch this win with a big defensive stop? That's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, you are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games With Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.